Dogget Club is a podcast about three friends quantifying their love for television via a spreadsheet. This show contains explicit language and is not safe for little ears. And there is a perpetual spoiler alert in effect. You're listening to episode 38 of Dogget Club. It's Justin here, and I'm just here to tell you that it's been a heck of a year for us. Uh, we have not recorded since last January or February. I can't remember, but it's been a long time. Uh, but we've been wanting to get together for a while to record something for you guys, and uh, we just decided to get together uh, virtually still uh, and record an episode basically recapping the year 2020 for us and. Uh, you know, what shows we watched, movies, what we did to occupy our time, um, work, you know, all uh, significant others, basically everything that happened this year, um, and how we got through it, and how we're going to continue to work through this uh, COVID-19 pandemic, and, uh, you know, what we're planning to do for Season 3. So, um, you know, we're excited to bring you this episode uh, in 2021. And I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. Twenty twenty one, y'all. Whoa! Hey, what up? <laughs> we're not dead. Not yet, anyway. Too soon? Yeah. Yeah. Like, still, I don't know. Too soon for the world? It's still happening. So yeah. yeah well, don't I know it? Yeah. So yeah, welcome to a special episode of uh, Dogget Club here. Just to, it's and, uh, just it's to been a year since we recorded. It's been yeah. a year. Yeah. And honestly. It's been a year. <laughs> you might we figured ask, we owed our fans something, right? You you Even might ask, why, why, why didn't we do this like this, each of us in our own homes over the last year? Because it's been a year. It's, it's, been, a, it's been a year. Yeah. My life's been interesting. Hey, remember whenever we had the first Christmas in August episode and we were talking about how terrible everything was little did we imagine where we would be two years later three years later whatever that was like three years ago when we did our like, first one hey, hey hey new day new president it's a new day yes it is indeed so we can just pretend like 
the last, last all the bad stuff it didn't even happen. It's all in the, it's all. What is the past? It's just fiddle faddle. It's flibble fluff. It's in the air. It's nothing. I can't so, touch the past. It's gone. It's it's really gone. And yeah. um, I think that uh, one of the interesting things about 2020 is going to be actually how important entertainment ended up being. I mean, oh if you God. think about if you think about how that's a good question. Cooped up, you know what? Well, this is a good general question. What's the one entertainment thing that you can generally say kept you going through 2020? It might have been something you just didn't watch the whole time, but something you can point back to and go, that's a thing I did. Even if it was a rewatch, whatever. What entertainment properties kept you alive and, and, and sane this, I'd this year? I'd have to check my Netflix viewing. Ah, yeah, yeah, just, oh, I know. I've forgotten so many shows. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Forget. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been. There's been a lot of stuff that's kept me occupied, and I, yeah. I've actually started reading a lot more philosophy during all this again. So um, I started doing that, and um, and that's a, that's a sign of what show you're listening to. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that, that little that little ding from the phone you heard medicine time because i'm well, afraid this this year's turned me into a crazy person well all we need now is one of the dogs to bark and we'll be set but right, they're, yeah. they're all i'm the only one in the house right now they're all very quiet no i mean i mean oh, I, did a lot of, I did a lot of gaming a lot of pc gaming different types of gaming uh what 2020 was a big year um my dog died that was terrible. Mine a lot too. of bad things. A lot of bad things happened that were just terrible, and um, a lot of a good thing happened. I got married. Um, so you know, I, I got married this year or last year. All so, of my all of my last buddies year, yeah. were married. So yeah, a lot of ha- a lot happened in 2020. Um, I moved. Uh, I'm close by still, and, but yeah, I live somewhere else, and. Um, but still very close, so I can still podcast with y'all. Oh, yeah. Thirty-minute drive; it's not a big deal. It, uh, um, we don't I, even need to be together anymore, apparently. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it does. Uh, we all uh, live in our pods. I, I mean, you know it, what? That's something that I want to say is like this social isolation we're experiencing, and everybody's like, "Oh, just Zoom, man, just Zoom, just Zoom." Okay, that's all great and all. The Zoom is, is is a step up, and seeing y'all is great, but it's not the same. No. It's not the same as being with people. I mean, you know, it does beg the question why we didn't think about doing this sooner. But I think we were really just like lazy, you know, if overwhelmed. Well, yeah, there's I was a lot. There's a lot of reasons. Um, yeah. I had a lot of those. I had a lot of that. I could best my mood could best be described. You know that when you like you log on to your you sit down at your computer after work and you open Steam and you have all these fucking games on your steam list and you just sit there for like 25 minutes just staring at him going ah, I don't know mm-hmm. I've had that yeah and then you times. and then you just kind of go I'm gonna go lay down and read or something I don't know like that's that's just been a year-long thing I think I just think we we all have significant others that are pretty fresh as far as like yeah. marriage and all that stuff and we're just like you know what if we're going to be locked down, we're going to spend that time with our significant others, mostly. 
Which I've, is been, nice... I've been watching. I mean, we've got like a built-in desk unit thing now, so we both sit at our computers and fiddle faddle and show each other. We a lot of times been on YouTube and stuff, but we've watched a bunch of stuff like Poldark. It's a good drama. So watched, I want to uh, I want to go through my Netflix stuff. list here because this is it's interesting. You know, I finished Deep Space Nine back in February, pretty much when our last episode released, and then I watched Supernatural season fourteen, Gotham season five. Walking Dead, Better Call Saul. Like I caught up with all those shows. I I'm watched. Be- Hold on, I'm behind on Better Call Saul one season. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just don't a million seasons. I never no, thought no, my, my parents. My parents have lapped me on Supernatural. They're more caught up than I am. Oh, I, yeah, for sure. I'm. My I'm parents. My it's parents. My parents just grabbed hold of Supernatural and didn't let go, which is the most random thing I've ever heard that is, in my life. That's really weird, actually. Yeah, oh that's, man, that's I, really I would go over to their house and my dad's like, Sam and Dean! And my mom's just like, that? Parents oh, oh yeah, man, they went, they went, they're gaga for it. Like, they so, it. we hit April, and I watched In With an E, because I really needed some positivity early on, you know? Yeah. Uh, Val and I watched New Girl. They watched all of New Girl, which I don't know if I have a rating for, um, the Good Place. I watched all of The Good Place, except I have not. I haven't watched the last season. I love. Good, I mean, Jesus, Good Place. Like Atypical. I watched three seasons worth. Wow. Where are you finding that? Where do you find that on Netflix? So, if you go into your Netflix, uh, you go to your account, and then you go down to your name and go to viewing history. It shows like, account. Then go down to the bottom where your name is, profile, and hit the arrow down. So, okay, so here, Taylor, in May, I watched five episodes of Avatar Last Airbender, and I stopped. (laughs) Oh, I got, I got you beat. I got you beat. Yeah. Talk about shit you just started. I watched the first episode of Peaky Blinders, I think, three times over the last year (laughs) and stopped after one episode every time. Because like every time I went, that looks like something I might like. And then, nah, I don't give a fuck about that show. So it was after Avatar that I was like, you know what? I want to I watch some movies. I want to break it up a little bit. So I watched The Social Network. I watched the Back to the Future trilogy, The Matrix, Ferris Bueller, Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> I watched. And then we were finished New Girl. Um, and then we started watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which we were really into. Uh, got it's, all the way to. But s- hey, I admit. I, and I love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. at, but it meanders real hardcore near the end. Yeah, it does. I, I know it does. Then I watched The Office again, just because I needed something familiar. Shameless. I watched all of Shameless that was on Netflix. I don't know if y'all have heard, heard of it or seen I've that heard show. Of it. I haven't seen it. It's, it's crazy. And then up until now, we've been watching Great British Breaking, Great British Baking Show. Great. It, I maintain... The greatest example of the competition reality show ever created. Yeah. I think that's one of the most perfect. That is a reality show worthy of being ranked on our on our spreadsheet. I think Great British Baking Show is one of the best, most like, oh, it's like a big old warm comforter right out of the dryer. The fact that they're not even competing for money. They're competing no, for flowers and a cake stand. Like it's, yeah, it's and, and bragging rights. Yeah, bragging rights to be with the Great British, you know, in Britain, it's a huge deal. Yeah, it is. Uh, and then I'm kind of I'm kind of savoring Voyager, just going through it very slowly. Oh, Voyager, Chakotay, Chuval. But 
I, I'm sure I've watched other stuff on Amazon and Hulu, but that was my Netflix how, feed for the how year. Do you get, how do you get to that list again on the Netflix so, website? You go to your uh, little picture in the right-hand corner and go to account. Mm. And then you scroll down to the bottom, see your name down there. Mm-hmm. Let me see here. And click on the arrow next to it and go to viewing yep. history. A lot yeah. of mine is obviously Ivy and I, my wife, share the same Netflix. Viewing thing. history? Activity? Viewing uh, activity? Like yeah. All right. Oh, y'all okay, know, got y'all, it. Have y'all heard of the, the Ricky Gervais show Afterlife? Yes. yes. Is that oh, the one on Amazon? Yes. No, yes. it's on it's on Netflix. Uh I, we marathoned the entire two seasons, I think, in a day and a half. Uh, if I was to rank it now, just off the cuff, I'd give it a nine, probably. It's real sad and strange, but great. Like, we, we watched that, like, so good. Such a good show. I watched Middleditch and Schwartz, which is Thomas Middleditch from uh, the HBO oh. computer show, and uh, Ben Schwartz from Parks and Rec. It's their stand-up or uh, improv show. It's on Netflix. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, why, oh, History of Swear Words, hosted by Nicolas Cage on Netflix. We have that on our like, so watch list. Yeah. <laughs> oh, watch the shit out of it. It's pretty good, huh? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, and he's just, he's charming and awesome. Oh, it's a bunch of shit that I've watched. Uh, Jeopardy, just watching a lot of Jeopardy, all the Jeopardy they've added to Netflix. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. Talk about shit that happened in 2020. Rock the world, Alex Trebek peace i still love jeopardy i'll watch jeopardy all goddamn day and what they have on netflix is like runs by champions so it's just like you know the stretch by so and so it's good anyway watch jeopardy uh what else did i watch boy ivy watches more netflix than me big mouth watch all of big mouth i could watch that again and again and again it's it's just one of the best best things on netflix the the animated show i know animation i've seen yeah the animation for some reason kind of turns me off that's why i haven't watched it i love that for uh the crown we caught up on the crown uh they added bill nye the science guy to netflix that's fun to watch um auntie donna's big old house of fun i watched that on netflix it's super fucking hilarious uh great british baking show so yeah so, uh, you're we watching one season of great british baking show and there's this guy andrew remember him evan he had a redhead yeah he reminded me so much of ryan his mannerisms the way he smiled the way he acted it was like i couldn't get over it it's like it's ryan completely it's like if you ever watch a taylor i think you'll see it I propose you and I start I a spin-off it. podcast where we review every single episode of Great British Baking on. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I I think it's probably a great show, but I don't watch cooking just, shows. I don't know just, why. It's just, not even a. It's not even about cooking. I don't know. Did y'all watch the Queen's Gambit? That's a pretty not yet. Uh, also, very very good. It's obviously. on our on our list of uh, things to watch. Though. So I'm just going through a few things on my Netflix. It looks like I watched you that were asking for some entertainment. I watched some reruns of Supernatural. I know early uh, around Christmas, we were actually watching some of the first uh, first five seasons of that show are really good. If you ever go back, 
Yeah. Um, let's see. For some reason, I watched. Oh yeah, I had it on the background. So part of season two of the Shannara Chronicles because I couldn't believe they made a second season. Looks like I watched three episodes in the background. Terrible show. Um, <laughs> Mind Hunter. It's that uh, I've told you all about that. I think yeah. it's the serial killer FBI historical drama. Yeah. Uh, I watched all of that. Um, let's see. Good show. I recommend it. It's just just a little dark. <laughs> Um, what else? Some Black Mirror. I watched some season three. It looks like I kind of I'm spotty on Black Mirror. I know everybody's like Black Mirror. Watch Black Mirror, but certain, during the during COVID, I mean, it episodes. doesn't. Certain during, episodes. I've like, I watched the first two two seasons and part of season three, and I, I just think it's a really dark show to watch during a pandemic. I can't I can't rank it like I'm not I would I would say I don't want to put Black Mirror on the on even on the spreadsheet because you'd almost need a spreadsheet for each for each episode no, because no, they're a little you gotta, many. You gotta be because able to do some it. episodes of that show like turned my mind inside out, and some episodes I couldn't give a fuck about. Like, no, they're, I agree Because they're that. little mini-movies, and, like, the, the it, it, you know, like, some, like, literally, certain episodes of Black Mirror, I was sitting on the edge of my seat going, like, what the fuck <laughs> yep. am I watching? And then some, I'm just like, meh. Like, I skip. Like, because I just don't give a shit. So, I don't know. It's a hard one to... It's de- it, and, and then the seasons, it's like six episodes, two episodes, a movie, you know, like it's like, whoa. Well, one thing I did leave off my list was I did watch two episodes of Ozark and I stopped. It was just way too dark I'm, for, I'm trying for 2020. To find, I'm trying to find a similar list on Amazon and I don't think. Let's see. So going through my list still, Amazon I watched an worse. anime on Netflix ever. called Devil Man Cry Baby, which is insane. Uh, has a very dark, it's only like 12 episodes long has a dark ending I don't know what I was just in a weird mood and I watched it um then I watched uh, we watched Inglorious Bastards for some reason I, she hadn't seen it actually uh, let's see okay I watched Ozark season three which was amazing I know that uh, Justin it's you said it's too dark for you right or something well at the time I mean you know I mean, I put it honestly. I think I put it above Breaking Bad for what it's doing. I think at this in season by season three, you gotta get there. But yeah, it's great. Um, but it's very dark, and and um, you know, I watched it in April, so it's not like I was what I guess the pandemic had just kind of started. Yeah. Um, oh, then I went Evan, to, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna tell Evan on the Prime Video page. There's a little gear in the right in the, in the top right corner, little gear, and then go to settings and watch history. Hey, hey, everybody! We're learning stuff about our streaming websites today <laughs> on Doggett Club. Yeah. Hey, remember how this is a podcast, and we're and we're gonna be we're supposed to hey, be everyone. ready. Hey, <laughs> watch history! Bam! Look at that. Uh, all righty, I've wa- I caught up with Star Trek Discovery. Let me tell you, what a good show. Um, yeah, I like that show. I fucking, I, you know what? Bombshell? Fucking hot at, like a take so hot. Oh, fuck. It might be my favorite Star Trek show at this point. Like I, 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 I finished catching up with Star Trek Discovery and I immediately was like, I want to start that again. And I want to watch it all like in a weekend. Like it is 
so much fun. And that is not to say I don't that TNG still isn't part of my DNA and all that shit that we talked about. But Discovery's like the best Star Trek show. Yeah, I, I, I know uh, that, halfway, that I know that's half, crazy, but like I Well know. no, actually I, I um I think when we're on we, we should there the dogs hey, are. I think there they are. Um, I think before we leave the Star Trek Discovery point that listen, Evan was making. Listen, listen I've, I haven't heard a podcast where there's not ambient noise. So I, we don't need, I, we're good. We know we, we're not in oh, like, the sound studio. Oh, I, no, totally I, know, I know. I'm just saying that for the, um, of our, for the edification of our audience. So, so Star Trek Discovery you think is the best Star Trek. And I'm, I, mean, I, haven't, I haven't finished uh, season three yet, but I am, I'm leaning towards it but I, I would i would argue that whenever we say star trek discovery it is a you very very different show. but you can but you can't it listen that's not to say that i don't discount the impact and how much i love the original series that's not to say how many times i and how much i grew up on tng it's right. just uh i i i just i watched discovery and it's just like oh they took this thing i love you know, it's like it's Star Trek for the golden age of television. No, it's I mean, so they good. Finally, and they and the acting, it. the acting's just on another level. What's her name that plays Burnham is is such a good actress. I love uh, but, what's her uh, name. but other than that, I you know I caught up on if it, all the Grand Tour stuff on on uh, Amazon is fucking hilarious because all they're doing now are the travel specials. And they're always funny and they come out like once every, in a blue moon. So I, I always recommend anyone watch Grand Tour. On. Jeez, I Did you hear? Did you hear that Janeway is coming back? Oh, for for uh, what? for Prodigy, for Prodigy on Nickelodeon, the animated series. Oh, oh that's neat. Cool. Okay, yeah, uh, I haven't paid any attention to that series. I can, there's gonna be I can go through kids. some of this stuff real, real quick. Uh, kidding on uh, Amazon. I, I, you know, I don't know what fuck. I think it's a Showtime show, but the one with Jim Carrey is brilliant, start to finish, brilliant. It, it's I, I can't say with enough good stuff about that. Uh, looking at some of the stuff that my wife has watched. Uh, Abuse yeah, yeah. neighborhood, crazy rich agents. I caught up on Her. Silicon Valley last year. Killing Eve, like Killing Eve, is another show. I don't know if I talked about pre-pandemic. You, you, it's you definitely recommend it. Crazy fucking good. See this? I do need to update the. I need to update. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, we called kept up on Call the Midwife, Outlander, Poldark, Poldark. Fucking! If I could really, honestly, I've heard stress of that one, one more fucking show, it's just it is just right up our alley. It's it's the masterpiece theater people that did Downton Abbey. Uh, it's a sh- show about this this uh, British soldier coming back from the Revolutionary War when we lost. The did wasn't a big fan of the army anyway. Goes back to Cornwall and then. St- family drama and mining and horses i don't know it's great like it's such a good it's such mining lots, and horses lots of, and... lots of like dramatic horse riding along the cliffs of cornwall i don't know i you know what i'm talking about it's just it's a really awesome good dramatic historical you know my darling like it's great I, I we 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 tore ass through that fucking show like super good. So a few things that I would mention also on my Netflix li- Netflix list that uh, kind of helped me was uh, I watched a lot of Mystery Science Theater three thousand so a lot some of this uh, a lot of riff tracks. Um, that was like in May when things were starting to shit you know shit was hitting the fan and I didn't feel like 
exercise in my brain at all. And uh, later in the year, I watched uh, Disenchantment, which I've been ignoring for some reason. Is I don't that know. the the Matt Groening? Show? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, isn't it good? It's like uh, a, yeah, I love it. I love I, it. I, Stephanie, I, Stephanie's a huge fan, and I had always ignored Disenchantment, but I mean, it's a really good show. I've, I've said the Sim, like my, with all due respect to the Simpsons, like if the Simpsons disappeared tomorrow and freed that dude up to do more shit like Futurama and Disenchantment, I would. I think Matt Groening would be better off for it. Like the Simpsons, I've tried and I've tried to watch new episodes of the Simpsons. It just ain't happening. I'm, I'm done with it. They like, have more He's like, so, he's so creative and, and cause like this enchantment and then like Futurama as they, they had storylines, like actual, it's a show you can watch. It's, that's the whole so different thing. Other two other shows that I'll talk about Netflix real quick. And these are later in the year. Um, the show evil, I think it was a cbs show and it didn't make the cbs direct access for some reason netflix got it somehow anyway it was a little known show it's kind of like uh i don't know it's kind of like uh, basically a priest and then uh, a psychologist professional psychologist criminal psychologist and um like a kind of a tech person who are going around debunking miracles for the catholic church um it's fairly well executed. It's kind of been done before, but they're, they blend tech in. It's kind of reminds me a little bit of, uh, of black mirror in a way mixed with the X files mixed with supernatural mixed, but it's not supernatural because they don't have solutions to these problems. They always make you kind of guess, is it psychological? Is it supernatural? Is it something natural? Whatever. Anyway, that was pretty good. But the, honestly, the best show that I watched all of 2020 that I didn't think was going to be a big deal was the show Dark on Netflix. Um, Dark. Three, three, three seasons. <laughs> so, yeah, what else could right? you watch, Taylor? Oh, piss, <laughs> piss, fuck, death, murder, suicide time. The darkest one out of all of those was that anime I mentioned earlier. But anyway, um, uh, so Dark is about, it's a sci-fi drama with, which involves time travel and uh, it's a German show. So I watched it in German. We watched it in German. Um, very, very well done all the way through. Well, Ivy and Tawny did that. They watched some Swedish show about it. That was about a teacher that has like a lot of life problems. And I, I, I was playing a game while they were watching it, but I'd turn around and it'd be like, I said, and this lady smoking and screaming at some fat little kid. And I'm like, whoa, what? And they're just like wrapped attention. They say it's really good. But I was just like, I can't, I can't do the subtitle thing right now. Well, you don't have to, there is a dub version, okay. but I would say that the, <laughs> the German actors and actresses do a great job. It's ranked 69 on IMDb. So it is a show. It's not just, you know, me talking. It's well, well received by critics and by people. Really good show. I mean, I would try not to get caught up in the name Dark. You know? <laughs> I know, it's just that you were like you're like evil and dark. Uh, but t- in that vein, a, r- a real cool spooky show uh, that I gave we gave a chance and we really really like and I'm gonna keep up with is Lovecraft Country, which is really it's a when I once I got what they were doing because. H.P. Lovecraft was like apparently IRL super 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 racist, uh, which taints a lot of his cool work with the fact that he was like I mean he he wrote stories about how like black people were like jungle monkey people or whatever. He apparently he's a real was a real 
rotten-brained dude. But uh, the guy that made the show Lovecraft Country, they they sort of are like reclaiming it because the whole show kind of has this undercurrent of racial tension. It's based in the '60s and it's and it stars a lot of great black actors. And it's, but it's weird, you know. It's Lovecraft stuff, so it's like di- a different dimensions and time travel and demons and dark side stuff. It's rad. Uh, I don't know what channel it's on. I'm getting to the point where I watch these shows and I'm like, oh, is that on HBO Showtime? I'm like, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, and and I we watched, obviously, WandaVision debuted. And wow. Because uh, speaking of that, my wife randomly, not to please me, mind you, just because she like she's on Reddit and is in the social conscious and wants to understand memes uh she wanted to watch all of the mcu with me so that's we also did that over 2020 we did that as well ivy watched even the stuff she yeah and she'd already seen like we uh guardians both guardians movies and i think she'd already seen one or two other things but she'd never seen any of the avengers movies she'd never seen any of the captain america movies and did she like Iron them? Man movies. she uh her her she loves Guardians of the Galaxy. Thought Thor Ragnarok was really good. Obviously, thought like the all the peak Avengers stuff, Avengers: Age of Ultron, Infinity War, Endgame, all four were great. She they, she watched every second of it. She was she said she'll never watch any of the three Iron Man movies again. Yeah, um, she's right. They're not that uh, great. They're not rewatchable. Uh, let's put it that way. But she she did yeah over and then we and and she she was excited to watch WandaVision. Because then she knows who Vision is, she knows who Wanda is, she knows... Then she kind of has an idea of... She's like, why are they in this weird sitcom world? It's great. If, if, if WandaVision is an indicator of what the Falcon Winter Soldier show, the Hawkeye show, the Loki show, the whatever... I'm so fucking excited. It's so good and cool and comic booky, and there's so many weird little like guest stars, like the FBI agent, the Asian guy that plays Agent Cho. He's in it. Uh, there's a surprise guest from there. I don't even want to spoil it. Some of the cool little guest stars that show up in in Wandavision. It's so good. Totally take the time to watch it since y'all are you know generally caught up on Marvel. Like it's so it's yeah. so neat. I, it's so good. I'm we, so uh, just makes me start, so excited. Yeah. We started watching Mad Men recently. We're already on season four. We're just blowing through it. It's, oh, it's an gosh. easy watch. I don't I don't know. I wouldn't say easy. There's some, <laughs> but it's just easy it's to very, watch the man falling apart. Well, I, I post I posted on Facebook. Uh, apparently HBO Max now has a completely visually updated HD version of Babylon Five. No kidding. Yeah, it, you know what? HBO become, Max does. You know what's ran? What started off a complete clusterfuck mess, and literally before twenty like COVID, we were like, "Oh, fucking HBO doesn't know what the fuck they're doing." They've got three platforms. I've been using <sighs> HBO Max. It's a it. There's a lot there now. There really well, is. Like we, hey, watch, we watched uh, all. Whose line is it on there? Like random stuff. Yeah, like oh, just stuff line, like, yeah. Whose line Ooh. is it? Did y'all also? This is random. I don't watch. Have you noticed a lot of the the streaming platforms starting to fold into each other? Like Are you it's referring start- to Disney's uh, purchase of Fox and how um, well uh, NBC NBC just inked like I don't know how many billion dollar deal with WWE. They bought the WWE network and, Peacock, and, fold, right? and folded it into Peacock. 
We're going back to Peacock. They they folded the entire like the WWE network. The WWE network now no longer is going to exist, and it's now just a part of NBC's. They needed needed something. Well, WWE needed a next step, and NBC needed something that that well, and it adds like I don't know how many million viewers to WWE's pro I get it. Mm-hmm. It won't be me because I now have a when did I stop watching WWE Justin? A couple years ago at it's least. It's been a it, I mean obviously I'm a wrestling fan so I keep track on Reddit of what's going for, on but I have not watched reasons, I have so, not right. watched a stitch of WWE programming in several years and I'm a giant yeah. wrestling fan and it pains me because they're it's apparently pretty good but fuck Vince McMahon. He and Donald Trump can go live on an island together. <laughs> for all i give a shit um let's see real quick uh other stuff that i'll bring up was uh stephanie wanted uh, i got stephanie to start the wire and then she loved it and we we binged the whole thing uh great stuff um we watched the new season of the boys which was excellent i'm i'm actually kind of glad Ooh, I need to watch in a way that. i'm oh yeah evan you need to watch it so i'm glad in a way that supernatural ended because um, it allows Crypt Key to kind of do other stuff. And he's pretty, if, if the boys is a hint of what we're going to get from him, <laughs> keep going. Cause it's a blast. It's, it's I did watch, I did watch season one of the boys. I haven't seen season two yet. Superhero stuff is getting easier to float. Like, cause there's so it's many fun. good superhero, there's so many good superhero properties out there and comic book properties. I've started, that's another thing I've, that's kept, you know, what's a big entertainment property that's helped me through 2020. I, I got a free kick-ass iPad from work. It was broken and I had my friend Justin fix it uh, <laughs> and it made it mine. And, um, I, I just use it to read comics on Marvel Unlimited. I've just yeah. caught up on like years worth of. And let me tell you something, the storytelling that they're like what the movies have done, like, yeah, the movies and stuff are now more popular, obviously, than the actual comic books by bajillions of people. But what it's done is allowed the comic books to become so well done, like they're not fucking about anymore. Like the current run of X-Men is and and like I and the current the current runs of all the current big stuff like Captain America and and to, the the level of storytelling is movie level. It's not you know if you're and, and it allows you to kind of read the whole universe. You know all these comics that come out every month. You kind of in with unlimited they're all you know it's a three month delay. But who gives a shit if I'm not paying attention to the internet or reddit or something i don't know the spoilers and it's just it's carried me through like every couple weeks something new some new comic comes out i'm like oh neat and or i'll go back and read the old stuff it's it's it i can't recommend that shit enough that is so much fun comics are so much fun if you don't have to collect them taylor i'm wondering where season three of westworld falls on your list to watch (laughs) oh westworld (laughs) I still haven't watched a stitch of that show. Um, so I do have HBO Max because it comes with my internet, actually. Right. It comes with my phone. Yeah. So I have HBO Max so I could watch Westworld anytime I want. Um, and I have it's, not even considered watching it yet. But I, I plan to. I'm not it's eight episodes. Eight episodes. How is it? How is it? I, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Like, I mean, two was a disaster. Yeah, it was terrible. Two, two is terrible. It's, it's, I had to, when I got to, I think it was episode four of the second season of Westworld. 
I wanted to stop. I, I'll be honest with everybody. I wanted to stop. I, I thought it was crap. Yes, it's well it's well acted. I'm sure there's people listening that are thinking, oh, what is he talking about? Is HBO quality? Well, everything's HBO quality now. So it's, now it's, it's a matter of story. You know, you're going to get the acting on a lot of channels, including even Hulu now. You're going to yeah, get great yeah. acting. Um, even FX, FX, AMC, you name it. So the question is, are they writing a good story or not? They have a good premise, but dear Lord, season two, they just wanted to confuse the shit out of everybody. I'm telling you, it was a train wreck. It was, (laughs) I don't know what to say. People want to complain about other shows being hard to quote follow because you don't know what time. Oh, The Witcher. They said that about The Witcher. When are they? When are they on The Witcher? And then critics started hitting it and people were like, I don't know, you know, when this is happening. It's not that hard to follow The Witcher. No, it's you not. Should che- you should check it's out not. Westworld season two. Everybody yeah. that complains about The Witcher and watch a true travesty that Jay should show to film school students of what not to do. Well, people expect <laughs> like every moment that they that they're supposed to have some. Ex- uh, it, it, they don't just. It's like getting on a raft and flowing down a river and getting mad that the river takes a certain direction. Just fucking sit there stare at it and when it's over you know you don't have to go hey minute five i didn't know where they were yeah but it was beautiful that that what they're talking about in the witcher how it flowed those timelines flowed together and you still got all of that story and when it all came to a head it was like ah that's why that was like that you're supposed to not be quite sure at that moment what's going on that, that little thing that you said, that ah moment where everything is weaved together that The Witcher had, you don't ever get that in Westworld Season 2. They no. just keep going, what? Witcher, Whoa, that, that whole, on? like, they missed the complete point of that, which was that, that show going, we have to establish these three people. Regardless of the world, regardless of what time they're in or what year stuff's happening, but in each one there's common threads. Oh, in, in this timeline you can see that this empire is a little different, and in this timeline things are different. But all the while you're learning who Geralt is, you're learning who Yennefer is, and you're learning who fucking Ciri is. And it's based on the short short stories, not, actually, instead of the actual yeah. first novel from what I understand. So I'm playing um, a, I'm, I'm playing that fucking Gwent card game on steam i saw that Ooh, i have it on my ipad too that is some fun stuff that is a great great card game oh y'all will so like fun. this i watched marvelous mrs mazel season three this hey. year uh 2020 yeah. i mean great it was, it was good. good i'm Still ready for uh stephanie Pop would quality. watch this show called river monsters um sometimes in the background while she was studying and so i watched a few episodes of that i actually kind of liked it because of the travel, it's kind of interesting. I watched the yeah. Twilight Saga, the rip, rip, the rip tracks. Hey, the rip, no, the no, no, rip tracks no. is so funny. I've watched I, those with that. With so my you know, here's the thing about Twilight, <laughs> and I. I, I, I <laughs> so, oh man, it could be so many things. I wonder what my, he's going to touch on, Justin. Here's no, the thing. Here's yeah. the thing. That's the, the thing. The there's about nineteen thing, different things when it comes to there, Twilight. There's a lot about there's Twilight. a lot of troublesome undertones of the Twilight series. The 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 whole I had seen the first movie and I always wondered, you know, well, it must get better later because it's so popular, you know. It so gets I start way worse. I start watching it 
And I'm like, wow. I mean, the story's ter- everything is terrible. It takes Everything a trajectory like the Matrix movies, but like with a way sharper decline where you're going, wait, who? What council? What are you talking about? It's like Dakota Fanning or something. Just one movie, all these ho- – like I remember wa- – like listen, I vaguely remember each movie to movie because I watched it either with Kate or somebody. I don't remember. But like I, I remember at one point I just looking at the screen and there was snow and there was like all these hooded figures and it looked like Dakota Fanning at the front of it. And then they, all the wolf dudes were like, Ur! and 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 uh, the dad Cullen like leapt. Or something. I'm like, okay, the shark's been jumped. I don't know what the fuck's going on now. There's, there's too much. There's too much happening. Those, so those, I, are, those are I, awful. I, movies. I want to point something out about Twilight. That's important. Okay, there is a scene in Twilight where Jacob forcibly forces himself on Bella and kisses her against her will. Right? Oh yeah. Yep. You remember that, right, Evan? Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking, what, what is going on? I'm like, what is this? This is uncomfortable. You know, it's weird. And then later on, after that had happened, the author sets up a scene where she's going to, like, freeze to death in a tent or something. And he can't get the uh, vampire guy can't get close to her. And <laughs> and Jacob has to come in to warm her. But the reason he's all attracted to her is because he ends up... Ha- having being like stuck to her baby he he yeah. get, he fucks the baby who becomes a, a grown woman like within whatever yeah so it ends right. up i mean oh, spoiler alert here like but what the fuck who gives a shit fuck fucking twilight it's a terrible I, show or i watched or whatever I, I watched one movie and i was done i watched the first one and i was done oh it gets so funny it gets it's so just, much worse uh, okay I'll, I'll plug riff tracks a little bit here riff tracks is a good way to watch twilight because you won't make it through otherwise and you need yeah, all three no. of them ripping but on it listen all you have to know is that a, a edward cullen the vampire boy is 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 real old like an old 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 man emotionally mentally hundreds and hundreds of years old he's bill compton and, and he fucks a child yeah. virtually Someone hundreds of years, life ex- experience-wise, his 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 minor, and she's like autistic, as best I can gather. I don't know. Uh, I don't her. think they mean for her to be autistic, but she's definitely born <gasps> two-dimensional and just like terrible. a ghost. But apparently, then, that's how she was in the book. She has a love potential love tryst with Wolf, and then Wolf fucks her baby. I don't know. That whole thing is. Bananas. That was a weird indie. That is a you know, Justin. One day, same you people just that watch like those movies talk shit about Star Wars. Give me a break. You need to watch it just because you'll be blown away about how bad oh, it is and how we, weird it is. Yeah. The Mandalorian. Um, have y'all are y'all caught up on? Did you watch season two of The Mandalorian? Oh, yes. I have not. I have not watched season two yet. It's like, amazing. This isn't even a hot take. Like it's not, it's, The Mandalorian, hands down. Every movie, Empire included, my favorite Star Wars thing that I'm going to watch over and over and over right now is The Mandalorian. That is the most fun Star Wars property I've ever watched, been most invested in, the characters, the guest stars, the amount of weird Mm -hmm. stand-ups and improv comedians that have showed up in The Mandalorian, including Horatio Sands and Brian Posehn and Sasha fucking Banks from the WWE, Kara Thrace from Battlestar Galactica. Like, shut the fuck up, man. All right, I'm done. Tapping out. Like, how about young Luke Skywalker? I don't know. Like, it's amazing. Amazing. Amazing, um, amazing, amazing. Go yeah, again, the, Disney Plus. 
So, I, but I don't, I don't stay. So here's the thing. Disney, Disney plus, plus, I literally subscribe. I, we binge Mandalorian and we cancel right away. Um, but yeah, Mandalorian season two, my opinion, my opinion is about the same as Evans. I, you know, I don't know if I put it above empire, but I definitely in actual like content value. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but empire is empire. Well, but it's like it, listen, it's like it's nothing's going to, nothing's going to uncrown TNG from being like one the most meaningful star trek show to me yeah uh, empire i mean if i remember watching that as a as a kid going wow this is a really good oh but i the mandalorian is just the most fun fucking star isn't Wars it thing. interesting that okay so if we go back to dog at club we've talked a lot about star wars on this show okay? boy yeah okay and and so we have ripped on the movies and and the new movies, the prequels. We've we've done a lot of things. We've defended the new movies to an extent against the people that are saying it's just. It's all bad. about me, Palpatine. Because I'm really the bad. whole purpose of the film, apparently. The Mandalorian um, showed kind of showed what I was trying to say a long time ago um, to people that regularly listen to the show. That there is a lot of potential in Star Wars, and yeah. they just didn't know what to do with it. And the movies were terrible. You know I mean, not knew? terrible, but they you were not. You know who knew? You know who 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 immediately knew what to do with Star Wars? John Motherfucking Favreau. That's who. Yeah. John Favreau, the guy who's like the DNA architect of the MCU because he did Iron Man one. You know, we all give all credit due, obviously, to Feige. He was the guy that sewed it all together and started the thing. But the guy that started the tone of the MCU was John Favreau with Iron Man One, and 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 he did did the same thing with whatever's coming next with Star Wars. The Mandalorian. We're gonna look back and go, that was the moment they turned it around. Well, we're I mean, gonna, you know. one cool thing about the Mandalorian. So there is a lot of. If we go back to Star Wars just for a minute, we think back to when the Disney Disney bought the property from Lucas, and then. They said they were going to throw all the old stuff out, right? The books, right? And there's a lot of shitty stuff in the books. I know we might have some listeners I like, that are I, look, huge. I like fans, how but... they have it split, though. They have the stuff that's legends, which is all the you know past extended universe yeah. stuff, and they have current canon, which is cool. But, I but think. so here's the point that I'm trying to make is like that came to a head in Mandalorian. You think about like how they did that, and there was a lot of people that were upset, like my brother. Um, yeah. He didn't like what they did because he was a fan of it. Um, did, wasn't Adam upset to your cousin? Evan? Not really, because he was. So, he's been so disinvested. But like, like no, but he, he became, But whenever it yeah. came, whenever he heard that news that they were ditching the books, it was he. I thought he didn't like that. No, and you can right. see in the Mandalorian specifically, they sourced from the Clone Wars cartoon to satisfy like one generation of fans. They sourced from the original series. They sourced from the current trilogy. They sourced from the prequel trilogies. That every Star Wars thing is represented in yeah. some way inside and and and, and the characters and they sourced they've directly teased. they sourced direct my point you made my point except one thing they also sourced directly from the books that came yeah. after return of the jedi i mean there's a character in there oh fuck that they've talked i know thrawn like yeah, they talked about is, thrawn they, they talk about, about thrawn it. in season two justin now they you get don't to see it you don't now see they him, get so. to introduce him yep in a very specific storyline based way instead of just going pointing at an old novel from 25 years ago and going this happened 
So here's what read I, this. So, read this, kids. You know, you know, no you, know how, shit. you know how Ryan is, my brother Ryan. He, yeah, I know. He won't watch the new movies. Because, He's a horse's ass. Okay, so I told him with the Mandalorian. I said, "Look, I said, listen. Think about forget it's two the hours of your time, forget, Ryan. Forget, it's not going to fucking kill you. No, forget the movies is what I told him. I said, forget all the new movies that Disney did. Forget all of the movies. Basically, yeah, they're done." They, don't I mean, worry about those. Start don't, a new he, thing now. No, I know, but they, he didn't watch them. My point is, you don't yeah. have to watch the new movies to watch The Mandalorian. And I said, just yeah, forget takes, that Disney did all that, and just imagine that it's taking place in the books after the thing, because it could. Nothing they've done so far has been a huge contradiction to the books. No, it's just in been fact, a beautiful. It's tying, it's tying in a yeah, lot of it's it. It's been a beautiful. It's a beautiful sort of. It, and I'm someone that read no, a lot of books. It's a, listen, it's a, the whole thing is a big soft reboot. There's, they're not burdened with all of these books and all this stuff people are supposed to understand to like this new thing. They can get into this new thing, and it introduces sort of a best of. You get the Shoka chick, the one that Rosario Dawson played from the Clone Wars. You get in reference to Thrawn, so all the old Star Wars nerds are going, oh! Like they, me, you, you yeah. Get, you, and, yeah, but like, you, you get, you got good lightsaber battle, you got good, like... And and eh, it's so more, much more fun. with less. Is you got thing. fucking X wings. You got fucking all the Boba Fett stuff. I think stuff. I, think like, I read that Christ. each each hour, each episode is like I don't know, like nine to twelve million. And look <laughs> at what they do with that budget. But you know what the the movies were like two hundred million, three hundred million each. Yeah. And I'm more entertained by an hour of this nine to twelve million dollar show. Right. This this place in the middle, the place that the Mandalorian sits, the place that Wandavision sits. These where it's like this is a movie, this is a show, this is what they're. This is this thing. This this like good six hours of more expensive than normal TV, but yep. like, but, like but not as bloated a budget. Uh, I like it. I don't need everything to look like like Endgame. You know what I mean? I don't need everything to look like 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 Ro- what was the rogue movie that they rogue did one. the rogue, rogue one, one or whatever. I I <laughs> tell me so, tell me what this, tell you what this this exactly what we're saying watch WandaVision and look what they're doing with what that show is by see, by episode 3 it's flabbergasting. I don't even I I I'm 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 absolutely stunned by what they're doing with that show and what it's setting up like the I can see exactly how this is going to tie in the, to the next Doctor Strange movie and how that Doctor Strange movie is going to kind of set up what I think they're leading to with the M- next phase of the MCU. And I'm just sitting here going – and especially because I'm reading the comics and getting kind of a taste of all the new stuff. Because if you look 10 years ago what they were doing in the comic books, it's what they've done. And if you look for – it's so I, I've got like a preview of what might be what they piece together. Holy balls like it's gonna be so much fun and a lot depends on that right it in the end the disney plus the the the, formula has already been proven because wandavision if like i said if the rest of those shows are half as good as what wandavision is i they're i don't even give a shit if they do any more movies they can do all of it on disney plus for all i give a shit in shows honestly it's a great middle ground for me because i love big blow it out both pants legs movies but like, but in the Mandalorian and WandaVision gave me both of that. It sounds like I'm blowing Disney right now. But I like I haven't canceled my Disney Plus because I love watching the Marvel stuff. 
that's good background for me. I can have it on and not pay attention to it. Well, I love all the National Geographic stuff, uh, the nature stuff, the the the. Um, we we have Disney Plus for the kids. I mean, we're constantly watching movies and and shows on yeah, Disney Plus. Yeah, that's a huge pool. I mean, so, I'm, I'm subscribed to Hulu, and that's like seventy eight percent in Disney or something. So yeah. Uh, Cobra Kai, another show on Netflix that's pretty popular. Strongly yeah, recommend yeah. it. It's the, based on the, they take the characters, the two, the protagonists and antagonists of Karate Kid 1, the very original with Mr. Miyagi and everything, and same actors, same actors, yeah. and they, yeah. same characters, and um, it's good. I, I strongly recommend it. It's not that heavy. It's a balanced show. You know how we talk about balance. Right. It has some, yeah. humor. It has some humor in there, but it's a... Uh, it's a good show. I uh, binge. I'll be honest. I'll just straight up tell you. Um, I binged the first season just straight for like six hours because I think it's like a thirty-five minute episode. Mm-hmm. So I just I haven't watched any more than the first season, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Uh, I want to because I was. You should. I, it, one. Even in twenty twenty, I watched all three Karate Kid movies. I watched you know, all three. All three Back to the Futures. I watched all three Mighty Ducks. I was just like on a trilogy binge. So, but I was, I watched the Karate Kid because I knew that I wanted to watch Cobra Kai. And now that there's three seasons out, I feel like it's a good chunk that I could watch and not just be disappointed by just watching one season and having to wait a year. Like three seasons. Especially since you enjoyed the other Karate Kid movies. I think you are going, because they combine the Karate Kid sort of mythology with, uh, you know, modern standards of golden age television between, you know, everything just acting yeah. and everything but it's a little cheesy just a little bit which makes well, it i mean it, but no it's a good type of cheese it's like, no it's it makes, it's trying to fit like kind of what the 90s movies were into yeah, they, they, they try to throw some 90s spice into the show in, in yeah, that way but take keep well, in mind it takes place now right and i just i think that because of how stranger things captures the 80s i think some shows want to capture that nostalgia I mean, Cobra Kai, obviously, it wouldn't be a show if it wasn't for nostalgia. People love those movies, and they're in the so, 90s. So Half that's another, going back to Dark, I know it's dark, but it's dark. But uh, Dark is a show that has multiple timelines, and you get a good taste of that 80s nostalgia. And anyway, yeah. going back to Cobra Kai, it's very fun, and it's... I don't know. I, I need to watch. It. I need to watch that. I haven't. I haven't if I, you I, liked Karate Kid, they take Karate Kid and they kind of mold it into this modern, good TV show. Really good TV show. Um, just fun. 30, 35 minute episodes or something. So it's not a huge commitment. But yeah. Anyway, I've only seen the first season. Maybe it falls off, but I don't think it does from what I've read. So yeah, that's uh, another show. Do y'all watch any Hulu? I was looking at my Hulu. And I think mainly what we watched on Hulu last year was Chopped or Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives or, um, I don't know, some of those cooking shows. I do have – I see, I fill the gap less with Hulu. Uh, Ivy, Ivy watches more Hulu than I do, but I have YouTube TV. Uh, I, I like I – I'll just sometimes just watch Food Network because, yeah. fucking, I don't know, sometimes I just want to watch cooking show or, or whatever. So a couple little things on Hulu that uh, I recommend um, the reboot of Animaniacs that Hulu. Yeah, I've, I've heard it, I've heard it's really good. 
I thoroughly enjoyed it. They got rid of a lot of the side characters that weren't that funny from the 90s version, and they focused mainly on the three main characters and then Pinky and the Brain. And they basically, they have a lot of political satire in it. Um, yeah, well, they know who they were. They knew who they were making it yeah. for. So they if were you're conservative, it for 11-year-olds, you know. And the, the, it's still the same cast, the act, the voice actors. It's, it's, it's well done. So if you ever want something a little bit, you know, different. The other thing on Hulu was uh, we, uh, what we do in the shadows. Uh, it's a little Evan. You've seen it. You said you knew about the movie and everything. Yeah. Well, I I first watched the movie. Taika Waititi, who directed Thor Ragnarok and the uh, Aboriginal Native director guy. That's so funny. Uh, he he did the original mockumentary what we do in the shadows where he plays one of the vampires and it's and it's and uh funny. what's his name i didn't see the movie uh, but the jermaine funny. jermaine clement from uh there's so many cameos in the show anyway from it, good, it, yeah really it, good funny comedians can't recommend that you, you the, the the show's like a rebooty thing of the uh, it, it i think some of the the original vampires from the like if you watch the the movie you'll understand some of the weird references in the show better because we're gonna watch the, the movie because we finished we're caught up on the show so it's not that uh, long it's two what seasons else, I think. what else did we watch by taika watiti he did another movie that ivy and i gave a chance because it was him and it was just uh, – have you watched Jojo Rabbit, the weird not – like the the kid whose imaginary friend is Hitler, played by Taika? <laughs> no, but it, it sounds intriguing. Watch, watch Jojo Rabbit. It's something else, uh, I, like legitimately. Um, oh, oh, Hunt for the Wilder People. It's Sam Neill. Hunt for the and, Wilder People. And, and it's and Sam Neill and this little f- chunky Australian kid that I've seen in something else. Hold on. Okay, I see. I'm, I'm looking uh, at it. Yeah. It's also randomly. New Zealand a, film, Sam Neill. Yeah. Also, yeah, it's the little, it's the fat kid if you watch Deadpool 2 that was yeah. that was in jail with Ryan Reynolds. Anyway, he, he stars in it with Sam Neill. It's another Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi has done nothing but make great, funny, heartwarming stuff. He needs to keep stuff. it up. Taika Waititi's brilliant. Look at how many episodes of The Mandalorian he did. He was the voice of the hunter robot in Mandalorian. He's bleh, doing lots of stuff. He's great. Taika rules. So He's the, the voice of Korg in, in the, the Thor Ragnarok. Justin, you'll let, so the latest show, the show that we're watching right now, Justin, isn't your favorite, one of your favorite movies, Fargo? I enjoyed Fargo, yeah. Are you watching, you're watching the TV show? I am. My dad yeah. keeps telling Have me that it's it? insane that I haven't watched a stitch of that show, and I know it's. I weird. I think I watched all of season one. You think? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's super high quality. I mean, how would you, Billy Bob Thornton? It, it was a long time ago. It was oh, right okay. when it first came out. I was watching it week to week when 20, season one came out. But each season, each season is like. It's anthology. Not, connect, not connected, right? Right. Maybe yeah. very loose, but yeah, it's anthology. But no, we finished season one just a few days ago. And um, wow, guys, uh, there's a reason why it's like rank 60 no. or whatever on IMDb. Season and one came like out. 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Season one came out in 2014, Taylor. 2014. Okay, yeah, that's right. Because 20. So what happened with Fargo, now that reminded me. 
it went 2014, 2015, 2016, first three seasons. It took a hiatus. Actually, and then they the, did a season. Go ahead. No, there was a there was a hiatus after season two. It was a two year hiatus or a year and a half. It looks like. So what? Okay, then maybe I got I got my seasons mixed up. And then 2017, they didn't release season four until 2020 fall. Okay, that, but that was even a bigger hiatus. Yeah, after, yeah. Between season three and four, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. So, and then that season's the weakest, from what I've read. Mm-hmm. Season four is where the percentage dropped to like 84, <laughs> percent which is still really good. So, yeah. first season's amazing, and then I can't even, I can't. <laughs> I can't even recommend it anymore. It's really we had a blast. We we binged it over the weekend. Season one ninety seven percent, season two hundred, season three ninety three, and season four eighty one. So mark the cast of season one. We're talking high quality stuff here. Um, just Billy Bob Thornton, Martin Freeman. You know, on and on and on. The the Colin Hanks, Alison Tolman. Yep. It's, Chris, isn't Chris Rock in the last season? Yeah, yeah but season I, haven't, four, yeah. I haven't seen the latest one. But yeah, but they and they get major actors, but and they put so it has some crime in it and stuff, and there's some bloodiness, but it's it's got it's a dark comedy. Yeah, for sure. There, there's all kinds of. It's not so heavy like Ozark, right? Where there's not you don't even get to breathe. You know, I mean, it's, it's the Coen Brothers. It's Lebowski. Yeah. it's Fargo. It's them. It's it's fun. Yeah, and it's well done, and a lot of people that say it didn't need to happen are are wrong. Uh, I mean, people like to fucking complain. <laughs> yeah, they, there's there's definitely better things. As to evidenced about. by this podcast. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah that that was another good little thing I found. There's been, you know, quite a few things. That was a that was a good one, really good one. <sighs> yep. Watching, I, we're watching the stand, um, the mini series on Uh-oh. CBS. And who plays is, who plays the two lead roles? I don't even know. Of the stand? Yeah, or, like the old lady and the because I remember the original. Well, uh, the old lady is Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so honestly, they I've read. I'm the, book. the leader of the good people. It's me, so Alexander, Alex, Alexander Skarsgård, James Marsden, yeah. Odessa Young, Owen Teague. So that's what's his name from uh, from True Blood? Uh, what uh, Eric Northman? Eric Northman. Honestly, so so here's the thing with the stand. They did it in a way that talking going back to what we were talking about earlier. They jumped the timelines around. So a lot of the show is taking place as a flashback whenever the virus first hits. And the book isn't like that at all. It starts with the characters where they were in life and then the virus hits. So the they did it like that. And I feel like it didn't work very well. And then, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm starting to think the stand just doesn't translate on television. It, you got to read it. Sorry. It just, it's not a very, it, it, it's an, I'm, I'm going to finish it. And it's not like it's terrible, but it's not up to the standards of modern television, especially like, when I'm back to backing it with the expanse, the latest season oh gosh. and every single episode is flawless pretty much. Right. <laughs> Seriously, yes. Like flawless. And then I watch that and I'm like, man, this, this kind of sucks compared to the expanse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I sent y'all that article going to the expanse. I know Evan hasn't watched any of the latest season. I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let it, f- is it done? 
or no. No, splurge it. Or I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna splurge. It's getting it. close. It's like what four episodes. I need to know. I need to know the temperature so of the good. water before I jump into the pool. Now, like I've been, burned, by, right? I've been burned. Just mm -hmm. I've been singed. Just singed so along they, the edge of my fandom for that show. Just a little bit. Because, because of, of how actor. the actor and the fact that it sounds like Amazon's disinvesting a little, and I'm just like, fuck, like I, it made me upset. So currently we have, oh, you know what, Taylor? Last episode, just no wait. No, I think it's there's going to be Thursday, right? No. It comes out on Wednesdays, but episode ten is out. Really? Yeah. I might be watching that right after this podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'm not gonna be able to wait. This is the last episode. This is season finale right here. Oh, so, oh, oh, oh. so maybe so it's the, time I. Uh, the thing yeah, with this, the, yeah. the thing with the expanse is, I see all that article. The authors of the books say that they had an arc planned for the show where it ended, where they're going to end it from the very beginning. This is one of the possibilities they had for the show, and so it's not like they're. I don't feel like they're cutting it short based on what they're saying. And then they're also saying that they could have other shows based in the universe. Mm -hmm. um, I also know from, I haven't read the books, but people that have have told me that after uh, book six or whatever, there's a huge time jump between six and seven or something, or between five and six or six and seven or whatever. So they would, it's like a 30 year jump. Oh my gosh. So the show ending before that 30 year jump, you could kind of understand yeah, yeah, kind of why sense. they would and that. maybe then take a break, right? Recast. About, yep, I think that's start what a new do. show called The Expanse underscore Farts and Giggles. Farts and, and Giggles. Stay. All right, I, I I can I can green light that. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just I just I'm so fucking tired of nasty sex perverts fucking up shit I like, you guys. Like what the fuck? Like the good, over... the good news is, is they did fire him. Oh fuck! Oh, did they, they recast him. him for this season or what? Or no, no, he's in this out? season, but season the last season he will not be in it. They announced the that season six he won't be in. He's fired. Let somebody else's ass. Once they once they find now they haven't. It's not clear to me whether they're going to recast or something's going to happen very soon in the show. Hey guys, I got a weird facelift. I'm Camille now, Gianni now. I don't know what happened. Hey, that brings up a great topic. So when it, when something happens to a main a big character, even if it's just a side character in a show, like the actor, something happens to the actor or actress. Recast. What do y'all favor? Personally, I agree with Evan. I think that shows should confidently recast and not try and, to explain it with a facelift or anything. And, just and move I, on. Just do it. Just, like, yeah. like right now, everyone's scratching their head, and I'm sure still Marvel's scratching their head about what to do about Black Panther because Chadwick Boseman died. R.I.P. Right. Chadwick Boseman. Very Huge, nice man. That terrible, terrible fucking situation. Terrible, terrible. But – and a lot of people are like, let Shuri be the next – I'm like, I listen, I get it. And I get that in the comics for a while she was Black Panther, but I feel like the well of the character of T'Challa – is still so full. <laughs> he's he's the current and has been leader of the Avengers in the comics. He's a very 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 interesting character and one of the strongest, if not the strongest, black male character in the entire Marvel. I, I just think it would it would be fucked up to not try. And you know, and I, you know who I'd fucking hand right away, dude. That was the black guy that they completely fucked over in Star Wars, the stormtrooper guy, uh, Boyega, Johnny Boyega. I think he boom. 
I, he's my number one pick for uh, for replacing Chadwick Boseman. And I think you could just drop him right in the middle. He grows the little goatee. I, I think he would look and it would be a beautiful homage. And you just move the fuck on. Like, just recast. I, I, I don't need. I, I yeah, me. Well, then they, they, they recasting. They recast the roads in the MCU, right? Well, they recast them simply because the of, of what's his name being a greedy pig. So. Recasting works. They just need to do it with confidence and pick the right person. That's it. Banner. And don't make they a big re- deal about it. They they switched over Banner. from Edward Norton to yeah. Mark Ruffalo, and it yeah. was perfect. They do it all the time. It's it, you know with the expanse if if. If they were quitting the show, they're not stopping the show because of him. I mean, it's no, I know. It have, just it just made me. And so they're not sick. stopping the show because it's not successful. Because uh, I've read it's if you I look, know. it's always popular in Rotten Tomatoes. It's it, on the digital. It's watch like over. List. I just got my. I got over twenty twenty. I got my fill of these sicko fucks like ruining stuff and like there was a big uh me too Kevin thing uh, a big me too thing that happened in in in, 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 in independent wrestling over 20 oh he's trying to rehab haven't you heard kevin spacey's rehabbing his image he's on his way back um oh god please uh there was a big Me Too thing in, in indie wrestling over the over over 2020, and a whole bunch of nasty, gro- gross dudes were popped, and even women. I, and it was just like I just my women. meter really, yeah, abuse and and stuff, especially in training schools and my stuff. My God, yeah, like it's oh, it's the, the human race, but mainly just, males. Honestly, we're pretty bad. Yep, and there's definitely no other examples of, of, of shitty, awful things in 2020, right? There's no, no politics. Uh, there's nothing medical-related. It was just real disappointing. It's fun. Actually, 2021 has already started off with a pretty big day. Oh, yeah. Nothing terrible nothing, happened nothing in happened 2021 yet. so far. Nothing bad nope. right? Nope. It's just been... It's been a cakewalk. It's been awesome. <laughs> I, I have 100% faith in all of oh, our, our, our American institutions. Yep. America, the beautiful, the brave. I'm wow. not not a banana republic. I'm no not way. struggling to enjoy no the, the things I love because of the state of the world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the world. It's just kind of. It's best to tune it out at this point because it sucks. Well, to an extent. So, well, um, let me tell you, my uh, I'm I am absolutely a much much crazier person. Just period. That sounds scary, especially since Justin and I can see Evan right now, and his hair is really long. Everybody, yeah, I just. Uh, No, I talked to Evan a few months ago. I was like, or maybe it wasn't even a few months, maybe a month or two, and we were just talking about how we need to get back here. We need to record, and Evan was like, you know, it was a. Bad year, but it was also a really good year for some uh, reasons. Uh, yeah, like, I was like, I was married to my wife for a year, and she's like my best friend. And she's like, I now like, oh, what what do I want to be when I grow up? I just want to be married to her and hang out. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what I want to do. That's that that's my goal. Just- so I I think one thing that we could do is once we're all vaccinated, uh, some of us are vaccinated already, but I I'm not. And once we're all vaccinated, we can look at getting back. Uh, I'm a hunter. I am the as a funeral director. I'm the last line of the first line, so I am 100 percent vaccinated. I, and I, maybe maybe the thing to say right now would be, you know, 
part of the reason that the show didn't happen like this was because we were bogged down with everything. And the reason oh, my, the show, I, the reason the show didn't impressive. go on in person if, as if we have to announce it, but we do is because we're all believers that this thing is real from the very beginning. And we have been very careful. No, hold on a minute. Let me tell you something there, fella. The government, <laughs> we need but the government, no, I can't do Rush anymore since mm. he's dying of cancer. Oh, and that seems vaguely right. inappropriate. Uh, is, he, is he dead yet? He's not Have dead yet. He's not dead yet. We're going to do screeches. We're going to look. Oh, R.I.P. Dustin Diamond. That's Screech. sad. Yeah, yeah anyone... we lost hey. our Saved by the Bell stuff now. Nah, no, not really. Well, no, I'm just. Time out. No. Time out. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. Hey, fuck it. What was Zach doing when Dustin yep. died? Just saying. And it happened really fast. Too. Mark Paul Gosler's a sick <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, Isn't there gosh. a reboot like Cobra Kai ass yeah. show? There is, yeah. right? It's, is, is it, it on, on Peacock? Peacock. Peacock. It's on, Peacock. Yeah. It's on the cock. That To me, that just shows they're desperate. But anyway. Yeah, no, I, it's I, not. I, it, listen, it's not peacock it's the cock it's the cock <laughs> that's the adult hey what'd you watch it. what'd you watch on the cock what'd you watch on the cock lately i watched watch it on the cock saved by the bell the office a little bit of wrestling watch it on the cock i mean you have these nbc executives they literally sat around and they were thinking about what to name their streaming service and they literally walked out of their professional marketing majors and mmas and MBA, Masters in Business Administration people, and they all thought it was a good idea to name it Peacock. Are you kidding me? Peacock. Anyway. Hey, guys, did. half of the name of our streaming service that people are going to have to say over and over and Peacock. over and over, I want half of that word to be the word cock. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Uh, and any kind of fun abbreviation of our streaming service, like you go, hey, flicks and chill. Want to watch some Prime? Uh-oh, going to go watch some cock. Peacock. And not the, to the word pee. The word pee itself. Pee, <laughs> urine, penis. Hey, want to watch uh, The Office on urine, penis? <laughs> Saved by the Bell season one, Taylor, 75%. Rotten Tomatoes. Hey. Though the intended grade isn't always clear, Saved by the Bell's capable cast of newcomers makes Bayside's Halls their own in a reboot that's smart, self-aware, and seriously fun. Who all, who all is in it? And is it filmed like the show, or is it filmed like a... Like I mean, Zach Morris, A.C. Slater, Jesse Spano. Oh, shit. Showgirls uh, is in it? Showgirls is in it? Uh, what was her name? Um, Shut up. Really? I don't even know. I don't see... Is Kelly I don't see there, Kelly. No, Kelly's not in there. She, she thought she was too good for it because she's been. She's, I guess so. she's a hey. She's a Food Network personality. Last I checked, really she's got so a whole other go. career. She didn't need it. Kelly, Kelly. Yeah, but then Dustin Diamond wasn't even on the show, was he? Yeah. They never let him on the show. And then he, a, I wonder how they feel. Not now. a very good. He wasn't a very good actor. Is that a Joni? Okay, is this like a Joni example let's, from the Happy let's, Days? Let's like, not. No, actually, I read an article about Screech and. Like it was not anything like he's, that. He's had some troubles. 
I'm, he's had some troubles, but he really we made, like, we made fun of him. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The show. No, and, but, hey, but he was fine. He was all he was I fine. had to see was that Pee Wee apparently wrote a very Pee Wee Herman wrote a very sweet message to him because apparently he was on some movie Pee Wee did, and when Dustin was like ten, and yeah. and I saw that on Reddit. That's like. Mm-hmm. And he and Pee Wee spoke very highly of Dustin, so I, I I imagine he was a nice, very troubled young man. Yeah, I think he meant well from what I read. I, he yeah, may man, have done some things he regretted, but you know, a lot of people do yeah, that. Anyway. Can't write people off. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so what are you, a, a what are you, quick, yeah. Oh, go on, go on, go ahead. Well, I don't know if I want to go there. Well, I was I was going to say the the one thing that really. I got out of 2020 was even though I couldn't hang out with you guys much, I was able to like play a lot of video games with my brothers who have suddenly gotten into online gaming, which is, was not like, it's a new thing for them or what? Yeah. I mean, COVID made everything different. Like they, um, I mean, we, we all played games when we were younger, but they really got out of it, but they started playing, uh, the call of duty battle Royale Warzone. And we've been like running for at least six months on that together. That's fun. So, and it's it's been good to reconnect with them and, and really hang out with them as a yeah, people. <laughs> that's that. I understand what you're saying. Ryan and I, you know, I don't play a lot with Ray and Kenny and whoever else is playing a lot of other yeah. games. But um, for multiplayer, we play a lot of Age of Empires three right now. I so. play no multiplayer whatsoever. Yeah, like, literally, I just sit here by myself. You guys. But I, I, which, I, single player has been a very. Y'all wanted to know things that have helped me. I played a lot of just uh, RPGs and stuff earlier in the year, and I still am. Yeah. You know, go ahead, Justin. I, I, I put a lot of I put a lot of hours into Hades, Wasteland Three, Wildermyth. Uh, let me div, Divinity. I always go back to Divinity. Uh, Stellaris. <laughs> You've never finished King. it. No, I love it. Crusader three, Crusader. like he, Evan has like three hundred hours in Divinity Original Sin two, and he's and I, I beat it with like a hundred. And at least a hundred and fifty of those hours spent on the starting island, because hey, <laughs> that speaks very highly about how fun that game is. It is, it's great. Um, um, Stellaris Crusader Kings three, and and late recently Gwent, the card game, has taken over my life. It's, I just, I just play Gwent. If you well, want to play I, Gwent with me, let's play Gwent. My computer had some trouble a few weeks ago. Uh, I, I really think it was a Windows 10 bug. There was news reports about it, and I think that's what happened to me. Corrupted my hard drive. Oh my gosh! Um, when did it happen? Like recently, like a, right? Two to three weeks ago. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, didn't I tell you that I lost my the ranch computer? I got yep. there for for the New Year's, and suddenly it's like blue screening. I'm like, yep. Oh. The hell's going on? I, I absolutely think that's what happened. It's some Windows update that they did in December, a mandatory update. It screwed this computer up that I'm on right now for a brief Sons period of time, too. Bitches. Microsoft, yeah. get your shit together. I know. God, it, no. Bless so, America. It was actually on, last time, It was a few weeks ago when we decided <laughs> to hang out. We were like, let's hang out online, let's talk, and just. And uh, it was that day that it happened. And I was. Unbelievable. Yeah. So I like. I had to reinstall everything yep and i was getting all these like screen tears on warzone and i thought it was a video it might still be a video card issue who knows but so i downloaded oh, hbfr3 and i'm playing the ottomans here and there i don't play it a lot but when i do it's pretty fun i bought it i'm gonna need my handheld 
to figure out what the fuck or or, or play an online game where you uh, talk me through it because I'm need to send well, those build orders that I sent yeah. Justin to get him started. Yeah. Yeah. You just need to learn. I, I mean, you just need to learn a build order and then from there just start experimenting. You have the a card deck built for you and you're good to go. I'm used so, to games like Stellaris and Crusader Kings where I can, it's like freestyle jazz. Man. And you're really good at those too. So. I started out oh, with. I'm uh, so good at Crusader Kings three already. Oh fuck! It's I basically so fun. Taylor. I started out with Ottomans because they automatically build settlers for you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to keep her going back and and I like so. Cool. So that's kind of what I'm working with. So and I started. I started playing like. as, uh, I, and that's that's good. They're they're rated fair. Most people in the community think that they're pretty they're pretty upper tier. So you're yeah. not like playing a weak sieve by any imagination but right now so i started british i'm still good with british um then i quickly realized with ryan that the um uh, the swedish rover powered the new civilization they added um one of the new ones they added and the incas were overpowered so ryan and i he learned the inca and i learned swedes and we just started (laughs) steamrolling everybody because they were super imbalanced um then they nerfed the hell out of them like two weeks ago and now i've learned the french so yeah the french are pretty good they're born they're, they have everything they're not like they don't have anything super unique but they have a little bit of everything so yeah. so have you all ever watched any rage quit videos on youtube people just getting pissed at video games and throwing stuff and not really a little bit but not much so my my younger brother gets so mad at warzone like you'll hear him throwing stuff in the background and like oh, cuts. Wow. <laughs> he gets and that's and that's no, and that's when I remembered, like, you telling me when I, we first started playing StarCraft, like, if you want to get better, you have to learn to lose and be okay with it. <laughs> like, lose a lot and be okay with it. And even, and, no one's perfect, including me. I just had an episode where I lost, like, eight matches in a row in 1v1 AoE3. And it was just yeah. one after another. And I was just, I was, I'll be, I was tilted. Tilted, was, yeah. <laughs> I got over it in a day, but sometimes you just got to step away. Yeah, and really. I, like, I can. I, you can get tilted in a single player. Absolutely, the term can. correctly. I've been out of the multiplayer loop for a few years. Absolutely, but, uh, like, you can. Like I was, you know, like I'll I'll restart the same start on Crusader Kings like twelve times just to get the right first couple of turns. Yeah, so remember my business. Exactly remember. the way I fucking want. In Europa Universalis 4, how I was working on that Byzantine start, and it took me th- over 30 times, 30 <laughs> starts before I could win that that initial war with the Ottomans. Because the Ottomans are literally surrounding you yeah. at the yeah. start time of Europa. The, like the Byzantines are almost wiped out. They got three little counties, and the Ottomans are huge, and you have to beat them in a war right off the bat. And you have not yeah. only do you have to beat them, you have to beat them soundly. And take territory; yeah. otherwise, you'll lose the whole game. So well, eventually, yeah, I got it's, it. It's it's the it's, most the closest thing to Crusader Kings Europa. That's why I still think I need I can get I should be able to get into that game. But like, you know how like game. I like the you know in Crusader Kings three they have the bookmarked characters. They have the the special you know they're like hey you should play these. So I'm trying to play all of those. Yeah. And uh, I found there's the one in Africa. There's only one. It's in the old book old older half the 800s, and it's this one lady with this one county and like one kid and if and, and all of those bookmarked characters have great like the real intentional rpg 
moments where you can storylines yeah yeah really you know other if you pick someone random they won't have these so this girl has a few things you can do it is and i and i my goal was to form an empire in africa and keep this certain religion and i've more like in this one save before it all went to shit because it always goes to shit uh (laughs) i've taken over like literally half of africa yeah, and it has been so much fun. Like I, I can't describe how much fun Crusader Kings Three is, and it, most of it is the excitement of what's going to be added over the next few years. Uh, that's that. That is definitely because how many? Hours, I have so many hours already clocked in that game. Like, <laughs> no, you have like five hundred or something. Yeah, oh 345 hours already in Crusader Kings Three. Like that's by far that's most of, been most of my time. I'm telling uh, game wise. Like if you were ever going to stream a game, Evan Crusader Kings is this, the game you should stream. I also, I mean, I have three hundred and sixteen in Stellaris already. You have uh, twenty eight hundred hours. Twenty eight hundred hours in Crusader Kings two. Yeah, look at look at look at Civ six or Civ five, uh, yeah six. Oh wow, one thousand six hundred. Let me tell you something, and let me tell you something. That game's perfect now. Just in case, I know y'all have all pl- we've all had lots of fun. This is my cell. This is my pitch. The only thing multiplayer that I could see myself playing, <laughs> honestly, six. Civ yeah. Six. At this point, where it's at with the new frontier stuff and the and the er, it, like, all the DLC that have come out and all the pa- all the the culture packs and leader packs that have come out and all the different options they have they have like heroes like from warcraft 3 they have heroes now a hero system that's brilliant you can turn on and off they have it it, it's a perfect civilization experience it is so deep and so fun and there's so many different characters to choose from holy fucking shit Someone plays Civ Six with me. Yeah, I, I <laughs> um, thought we were gonna play Stellaris at one point too. I'd love to do that too. I'll yeah. whoop your ass with my with my holy market market human people. There we don't oh, have man. to fight each other. We could honestly, I like, call human. I'm honestly surprised, Evan, that uh, after 2,800 hours in Crusader Kings Two, you only have 40 percent achievements in that game. Like because I play well, I, because I play. I would say 80% of my gameplay is Vikings. half of the event. No, half of the event Viking and Christian and, yeah. and Muslim. And, and, and listen, I played a lot of Viking Christian Muslim and some Byzantine and there's still stuff. I'd never, I never, I, I didn't play much Africa or India or, or the steep people, horse people. I didn't get any of those achievements. I didn't get real far in Byzantine. Cause I was, it was, I just, I don't know. I was way more obsessed with with playing the exact same Viking game over and over and over. But um, yeah, there's a lot of achievements. I can't, they're hard to get. Like yeah. I didn't get a lot. It's a, a lot, lot of, of work to get achievements in that game because there's or no Europa. because there's no technical technical winning scenario in Crusader Kings. There's just playing it and yeah. doing and achieving certain. For me, it's a lot of personal goals that aren't achievements in game. I was I like doing certain things like with my Africa game. I did hasn't produced a tremendous amount of achievements for me, but it's like I was just like this is fun. <laughs> what else? How how many different ways can I play this one start with this one character in this one county? Different directions you can go, different ways you you know you get the opportunity to reform your religion, you or you or convert to a different religion, or I don't know, you know that kind of shit. It's, that's just occupies a space in my brain that otherwise would be worrying about stuff 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, Google that's why I have, finally added That's that. why I have two monitors, and each one of those monitors has something going on at all times, baby. <laughs> what, did, what did Google News add, Taylor? Dark mode, if you're logging. Oh, it's about yeah. time. Gosh, dang. Okay, so yeah, no, that, yeah, Evan, I, I hear you. I, I plan to really dive into that game eventually, uh, Crusader Kings 3. It's like the, the I, you know, everyone doubted the, the like, the, 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 the animated. I didn't. Oh, and I haven't even played it. it works so well. In fact, uh, you, uh, if you look up, you know those monsters, I've showed you all the Monster Factory videos on uh, YouTube. Like the two guys that, that you do like a character creator and just do whatever with it. I think I've shown you those in the past. They used the character, the the, the creator in uh, the new one they added to Crusader Kings 3. And it was just, there's so many sliders. You can make a goblin. But the way that, like when you add certain traits, you know, if you add scarred, the way that your character looks scarred. And if you they get fat, they get fatter. If they get, you know, sick or fucked up or... Peg, you know, it, it. You can see it happen. If they get syphilis. They're all like, "Fuck," they, you know. It's it's a it's something else. Like it was the most stable, kick-ass launch for you know. I like like I said, the excitement I feel for like the first DLC. Oh, like I can't even. I can't even tell you. I just no. I just went to Google News. I've been actually reading more news lately, but oh, apparently. That. Apparently Bezos is stepping down. Yeah, he's not going to be CEO anymore. Oh, he's so going to focus on other stuff. Yeah. Oh, maybe and, he could yeah. be more charitable. That'd be nice. He's you not know? going to be. He wants I to know. be more powerful. <laughs> he's having to having to fart. He's he's beyond wealth now, so having to fart with a company is is annoying you know he doesn't need more wealth he's now has like he's more wealth than he can ever spend even if he just spent it all day every day so it's so he just why 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 work why do anything why be responsible he said he's gonna focus more on his space company and then on his charity i think he wants to be the first he wants to be the bad guy in a show like the expanse he wants to be the first asshole in space and own a planet and be able to do whatever he wants in space. He and Elon Musk both just want to be in space and be space CEOs. I own the asteroid belt. Like, you know, he he wants to sit in a big room on a space station like the Emperor in Star Wars in a big chair looking out over like a gray expanse on the moon, like a a moon base. And Jeff Bezos is, (laughs) that's what he wants. And he's lying if he says he and Elon, all of those guys that are they're chasing their way to the to space. That's all they want is to be the 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 space guy, the space CEO in like fucking the alien movie. You know, they want to be the the, the president of Wayland whatever, Wayland Utani. You know, they want to <laughs> they want to be the fucking guy in Blade Runner that made the fucking robot people that's what those dudes want they want to be that guy they took those movies in the wrong way they saw the emperor and went oh oh man that's how you that's how you do that's That's how you you do that shit like yeah no like dudes Uh, that like like dudes that watched you know there's obviously members of congress right now that watched the uh back to the future series and went biff tannen that's the guy. <laughs> That's who I want to be. That's my dude right there. You'll see my dog. 
Yep. Oh, I just oh waved yeah. At her. <laughs> I forgot that the camera's up. Hello. So, so the um, going back to Marvel, and then that kind of made me think of movie theaters, just random stuff, and I'm recording. If you think of like, like an hour and a half where hours. we're at, um, everything's been put on hold. So we haven't seen a mar. What was the Marvel movie that was supposed to be? Black Widow. I'm so still so excited to watch Black Widow. So it's, Why they, they delayed it, right? It? Why the the two things, the two movies I want to fucking see is the new Bond and Black Widow. Ooh. I was so ready to watch some spy shit, and both of those movies have been held at bay for fucking ever. So, a little so there are some economics that they're looking at. So if they release like Black Widow on Disney Plus and they don't let the movie theaters get any, oh, revenue, I know, uh, like, listen, it's I know. sort of a conundrum. Like, if I they know, do like, that, it, then they can't afford in the future to make movies with that high of a budget because that's the only way they recoup that sort of budget. Yeah, um, so. Didn't we just We're say that like, the need... lower budgeted stuff is kind of okay? We and did. Maybe we don't. We don't need the overblown bajillion dollar For movies. Star Wars. We said that. I did not say that. I didn't want high budget comic book movies, though. I do. I I'm gonna reserve that. Listen, Wandavision. I know, ha- it, and it it has some fucking effects. Like it is a wild comic booky show. But you can tell that it's for a little bit less of a budget. I want to see what they do with a real comic booky show, like the Hawkeye show and the Winter wow. Soldier Falcon show. If those shows satisfy, listen, I don't. There are ways to get that without. Like if you compressed all the not all the like if you just took the Avengers movies. Say you stripped away the rest of those movies and shrunk it down to a bunch of little well, shows like Yeah, I would say WandaVision is a special case. Are those episodes uh, one hour long? Um, yes. So that's twenty. That's fifty million dollars every two hours of that. That's not cheap. I guess it's comparable, but okay then. I don't know. It seems like they can. St- we can still get what we want. Just- Dead, for reference, Deadpool, the first Deadpool, I think they made for sixty million. Well, so that's Mandalorian was that's about twelve, twelve and a half million. I mean, if they can still right. afford to make this stuff, and this is not to say I want to see the movie theater industry go away. I, there's a lot of economics and a lot of hurt I don't, and a lot I don't of awfulness. Want it to go away. I'm speaking strictly. I'm saying to say that we wouldn't get those movies without the movie theater industry. I don't know if you could say that a hundred percent because they can obviously still recoup a lot of that. Mm. If, because people are willing to pay. I think that people they would have to pay. To pay. They did not prove their case yet though with that. Not yet, but they have so much in the, maybe eventually in, in the pipe. And there's so many platforms that are going to try and prove the the, the theory. Well, we all know. Going to I mean, try I, to prove I, it. I, Netflix has been trying to prove it. And and and, and I and I, I really HBO is trying to prove. They're all trying to prove that you can get that big story have. experience shrunk down into a show. I don't. Know. The shows are better. First of all, I agree. The shows are better than the movies. What I'm trying to but there's a place I think. That movies, there's a niche there for high budget, well, absolutely book, major special effect type movies that, you know, sometimes I most of the time I want to show a well done show, but sometimes I want to just well, go. But that that was what I was saying. Like, take the MCU. 
take leave the big tent poles, the Avengers movies, and some of the sh- movies that were like Avengers movies, like Civil War. Yeah. And maybe and break everything else down into little six-hour blocks of show for around the same budget, maybe a little less, where you could, could cut corners. And you, and I think we saw with Mandalorian. Some of the corners they obviously cut with that show made it really fucking charming. Yep, I agree. And I, I, I think if you, if you, if what you take away from that budget, if you add in charm, you, you know, like because like Thor Ragnarok, while still obviously a giant budgeted movie, there were the best parts of that sh- movie were strange and kind of like practical looking like it was it was not a lot of cgi it was a lot of weird dust and a lot of big fucking weird sets and and i i I, that's always gonna be less expensive than a giant cgi fest and that's not to say that's not great i still say in game is like that i i I watched my wife who's not a big comic book fan sit on the edge when 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 cap when that hammer lifts up off the fucking ground every who does if you've invested the time in that series that moment is indescribably fucking cool because i was like i I had her pause i was like remember because she has a trouble remembering some of the specifics i was like remember when they were all picking up that she's like when they were all trying to pick up the hammer and captain america made it squeak and 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 then to see him like it's just that's one of the best things i've ever watched yes and i but if i you can leave those peaks with more broken up meat of fun comic book stuff that you maybe do for a little less money, but there's more of it and there's more characters and more development that you can then put into these big fucking burr movies that I'm cool with that too. I don't know. Some stuff is better episodic. Some stuff is drawn out is more fun. And these weird little, this is such a weird aside, like Scarlet Witch and Vision. I would have never thought that that would be the, the show they'd lead off with, with this Disney Plus Marvel's run. But it's it's brilliant. It's a brilliant show. It's so fun. Like, it's, I think the next 10, 15 years of Marvel shit's going to just put all the, re- the first half, couple halves to shame. With how I, I hope so. I hope you're right. I hope they didn't, you know, I hope they like, didn't kind of just use because it Because you know why? Like because what I'm reading in the comic books right now is some of the most well-written, fun. And they're supposed to bring, new, they're going to have to bring the X-Men in somehow. And the X-Men are a right? whole different fucking, the, the current run of X-Men called Dawn of X is probably one of the most brilliant goddamn things I've ever Bread, it's so fun. Well, you have X Men, you have Fantastic Four. Yeah, you, Fantastic I Four. Mean, they got Fo- the property from Fox, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And you know, if they can incorporate some of the good people that that were in the Netflix shows, eventually, I King heard they're going to have. I heard they're going to have the uh, actor that played Daredevil in the Netflix yeah. Daredevil show. So I, they can. Uh, it's about time too. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought that should have happened a long time ago. That's stupid yeah. that they were trying to like, well, that's television. No, that's an old mentality. People like yeah, to it see is, television for sure. on movies and television crossover. I mean, like the only person that ever crossed over, two people that ever crossed over to Agents of Shield were uh, Nick Fury and uh, Coulson. That was it. That's it. I haven't that's seen it. it, so I. It's worth watching, Taylor. At least up to season six with. 
everything that happens, uh, season seven kind of goes off the rails. <laughs> I mean, it, because of the snap and Agents of Shield, it just kind of they went off on their own. They're, yeah, they 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 had to find a tangent for Agents of Shield to kind of go off on. And really, because I was watching Agents of Shield within the scope of the movies and in sequence, you understand why it it was great. But once it once that happened, they were just like, okay, well, what do we do then? <laughs> you know, because we they didn't show anyone there, disappearing from Asia. There was some, there was some real, but you know, they that's why they did the time travel angle yeah. that season. But like, there were some real high points in the last couple seasons of, of Agents of Shield. The Ghost Rider stuff was great. Uh, the the um. The, I did the like the LMD, time travel stuff. The, the, the LMD stuff and the, yeah. the, the, like with the, with Hydra, all that stuff was super fun. Yeah. Um, I, I would love to see some of those characters show back. Like, I think, I think what's her name? Ming-Na Wen's character, Agent May, should absolutely, like if she showed up in like Winter Soldier and Falcon as a background character, ah, you know what I yeah. mean? Like there is a plethora of really good actors and great characters from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I want to oh, see. Oh. I mean, show up in some way to make me go, you know, ooh, like, <laughs> nerd time, yay! Like, like, Evan, who are your favorite? Who's your favorite character from from uh, Agents of Shield? Fitz, I mean, we never really talked about that show. That's Fitz, I, Fitz, yeah, Fitz, I and mean, I can't, I can't. Do no, it. you can't split them up. No, Fitzsimmons. Fitzsimmons, start to finish. Fitzsimmons is my favorite. Yeah, I mean, I followed real close by Coulson. I love Agent Coulson to death, but Fitzsimmons, you know who, who the my favorite, I would rank him on if we were making a list of great late edition characters to a show is the dude that came from the future. The, the funny guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bob, What's his name? I forget, but he yeah. was, he was, he was neato. pretty good. Yeah. He was neato. That's a great, I mean, as far as like a, a nerdy Marvel bullshit, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is the strangest smorgasbord of random Marvel stuff just squeezed together into an action Monster of the Week procedural show. Well, just to watch it in sequence with the movies. Is yeah. Cool. You know, it you get to cool. the season where like Thor Dark World happened and they're like cleaning up after Thor Dark yeah. World. Like fucking superheroes. Like that's fun. You know, yeah. I, I have a new treatment for a show, for a Marvel show, because there's a concept in the comics there's a group, like a government group, called Damage Control. It's like some ex-villains and superheroes, but mostly normal people that clean up after superhero shit happens. <laughs> they just come in and fix stuff. They've got insurance people. They fucking help people rehouse. They rebuild stuff. They do, like, and deal with all the shitty fallout, like the squishy monsters and the crazy I, bullshit. It could honestly be an animated series, just like Lower it, Decks. I'm like... I, I I was reading that like it's in a there's a new Juggernaut comic and they're also in the current run of the Immortal Hulk which is a, my favorite com- if I had to pick one series comic book series the Immortal Hulk is the craziest horror comic I've ever read in my life um, but it's in that too I'm like oh that'd be the perfect offbeat show is Damage Control and it's like so then after like you know the last the last whatever big superhero movie they roll in and they're like look at all these fucking space slugs we've got to clean up god dang it you know like and it it, it could just be really funny because Marvel at its best is really really funny <laughs> anyway Marvel yay 
I should probably go soon too, Justin. That <laughs> cell phone call I got a minute ago was from my friend Fred, who's delivering a dead body to me. Oh my gosh. 30 or 40 minutes. <laughs> Peek behind the curtain. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I mean, we have the I, chat. Uh, I don't know if everyone has sorry, if I, sorry if I talked to your ears off, boys. This was, I was just really this excited. This was fantastic. Yeah, we need to no. do this. And this well, is easier to do. And maybe even if, even if we do in person so, again, I think we sh- if we supplement with doing it over the... Let's talk about one thing. Um, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, how they, I think they all have a feature called Watch Party. Yes. Where you can watch a movie together, and then maybe we can like go into what we're planning on doing for season three. Um, but we need to look into what we want to watch and how we yeah. want to watch it. And what we want to watch, how we want to watch it and why we want to watch it. And who we want to watch it. It may be, you know, there's a possibility that we could watch the movies in this format where we why watch them more at home and we can, you know, have our computers up, take notes or whatever. And then we can get together. Of course, this is post-vaccination. We get together hey. and then we talk about the movie, like in the old yeah. format we talked about. No, true. We could all watch it individually, or we could watch it together. It's you know, I, I think when we, we can. Probably, this we makes probably, it pretty easy to do it when you can. Yeah, just we, whenever we can get together. I mean, sometimes in person ain't gonna work, and this is this. It's something. It's something. Yeah. Everybody's doing it. Yeah, like I said Kids earlier, it's not the same, to... but it's still it's better than nothing. Yeah, for sure. My, see my living and, room and, and my and one other dogs. One other thing we'll work on is getting um, our um, our live production um, thing working eventually. Yeah, we'll right? get the, well, the music in there, and I'll do. You yeah, know. Uh, I'll just you know I'll probably just pick up the mixer or something and hook it up here and get everything kind of situated so we can have some production. We can play the Twin Peaks music, and David Lynch can come on, or I can play the Xbox. Oh, music John Doggett hey. come on. I'm going to do a new movie just called 2020. Get ready, folks. It's just going to be Ian McKellen sitting in a room reacting to the year day by day. It's going to be a 365-day-long movie where Ian McKellen is just this close shot of his face as the minutes tick by from us all highlights like Trump and all other Trump stuff. That stuff Trump did. Remember all the stuff Trump did? He locked the kids up. That's remember that. That's still happening. Uh, oh gosh, I'm trying to think. There's the Capitol thing. That's recent. Now that's this year though. That won't be in the movie. That'll be in the sequel. Adam Patrick Stewart will be sitting next to him in the sequel, and then they'll have a little banter. It'll be fun. Anyway, bye. <laughs> And John oh, Doggett was, come out of the closet I, after I, being in there I for a I year. Just, I, just, I think I just pulled something in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. I'm trying like, well, something weird. God damn it. My life's weird enough. I can't think of absurd things. Everything else is everything in real life is absurd. Well, maybe John Doggett can join his next uh, COVID, uh, uh, he, COVID special. He, uh, so. Oh, did I not did I not tell you we opened up the closet? He died of COVID. <laughs> no. Yeah, he no. was a dry. He was a dry. We're gonna house. bring him back. He's dog. We're gonna reanimate you know, him. I'll, I'll Ra's al Ghul him. He, he, you he's know. gonna come back. 
John Doggett is John Doggett is like the DC character Rajal Ghoul. He he will go into his Lazarus pit and emerge once again refreshed. I don't know what combination of personalities he will be. Is he going to be John Doggett, the agent and ex cop from the were ex? He started to or merge at the end. He was both. He's also the, Jack, Jackson Hervo. And, and yeah, at the, end, at the end, he was easily four different people all at the same time, <laughs> both fictional and kind of kayfabe. Like, it was really confusing. That's because so, he's very confused. He's, but he's taking a lot of drugs and alcohol. <laughs> he's, and now he's died of COVID, so I don't know what, what's going to be wrong with him the next time I, I think of how to do his voice. So, uh, oh, wow. Just got to listen to the last, last few episodes of season two. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> yeah so uh we'll we'll be back we're this gonna is not yes over. more often this yeah not we'll over. figure it out even if it's just 30 minutes of bullshit we're gonna post something <laughs> yeah 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 it's yeah. good right. for us it's good for you and it's good for us so deal with it pal yeah, yeah. Thank see you later yeah mm-hmm.